On today's episode, we do what's in our name and chat old world. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Old World Fanatics, your Warhammer fantasy podcast to quench your hobby thirst for all things the Old World. I'm one of your hosts, Gomo. I'm joined by Andrew and Josh. How is everyone going today? Yeah, I'm going good. Thanks, Gomo. How are you going? I am pretty good, man. Pretty excited. Uh, pumped up after the the, uh, the first week of uh, podcasts. Yeah, it's been it's we're big getting week. some good results. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. How are you going, Josh? Yeah, no, I'm feeling feeling the same. Um, going, feeling very excited about uh, following week, and I'm keen to get into it again this week, eh? Yeah, I know. We were we were sort of saying we might only um, record every few weeks, but we've had such a good first week. Um, that's a good good uh, topic there, just in terms of just saying like a big thank you to everyone. Uh, you know, it will be over 200 of you guys have downloaded our first episode. Woo! So, um, yeah, we're, we, yeah, for three people who no one knows who we are and, you know, except for our little gaming groups, I think we're pretty happy with the first week. And hence, we wanted to get back on pretty quick and chat about and I guess just have a bit of a more normal episode because our first one was, you know, we were pretty keen to put one out, but we wanted to also cover Castle Assault. And so we didn't really get to just chat about the old world or what we've yeah. been doing. So. Yeah, there was, there was a, a yeah. lot to cover in that episode, wasn't there? Like, yeah, it was big. Um, uh, we were trying to introduce ourselves, and we had all the games of Castle Salt to go through. And, I mean, it's a nice long episode, and I'm sure people enjoy listening, filling in their ears while they're painting <laughs> for an extended period of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, that's nice what I think. You said that this week, didn't you? That that's what people do. They're probably listening while they're either painting or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's what I usually do. <laughs> totally. Yeah, so look, we so this will be more of a normal episode. I don't even know what that means because it's only our second one, but <laughs> we 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 we've wanted to at least cover news that's happened since our last episode. Um mm, hopefully that's been. more and more old world news, but I mean, it is what it is at the moment. Yeah. Uh and then obviously let's catch up on some hobby stuff that we've been doing. Um and then this top this this episode we want to just catch up on what we know of the old world in terms of all the news that's come out since since inception, whenever that was three years ago, um, but not going all you know, not going in depth, just more going through a bunch of stuff where you know what we think about, what we've heard. Um, you know, just a caveat before we get to that, we're not experts in this, we're not experts in the law, no, so we're probably going to say no, no, we're yeah. not. <laughs> we're probably going to get a lot wrong and go, oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Or we'll hear Josh <laughs> trying to find it in the background. <laughs> yes, thanks, guys. <laughs> but uh, oh, hopefully yeah. people find it informative, uh, if nothing else, so, or fun, I should say. Fun, yeah. Yeah, cool. So with that, I mean, let's get on to some news um, this well, in the last week. Uh, basically, I mean, the first thing, I guess, is Nova Opens coming up. And, you know, we're pretty excited. That's why we wanted to get this episode out as well, is that GW announced uh, they're going to do one of these big announcements on Thursday or Wednesday or whatever it is. I think it's Thursday here in Australia um, at Nova Open in the US for all the game systems are going to have some announcements, but obviously they are now including Old World in all this stuff. So um, yeah, we're pretty excited to hear what they're going to do there. And I think in the Old World segment, we'll got a little bit about what we think they might say or not. But um, I think if you don't know that's happening, we might even jump on, if you're lucky, at the end of the week for a quick episode on... Ooh. I guess our response yeah. uh, to that 
Did you guys know that or no? <laughs> <laughs> I Not do yet. now. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be cool. Obviously, look out for that, guys. But um, the other big thing, obviously, is Cities of Sigma dropped. I know it's what I know it's not fantasy. Um, I don't really play AOS, but, I mean, you've got to love some of those figures that came out, hey? Yeah, yeah. I um, I definitely rated the uh, just the, the new look. I, I, I guess they're sort of going for without range. Um, very black powder very sort of armed up you know just age of sigma there's a lot of those big scary monsters out there and i think it's just sort of the you know showing how the humans are sort of you know able to take on those monsters with you know the big guns the big armor um i I think it fits into the uh that sort of narrative quite nicely Mm, yeah yeah Yeah, it's giving in uh, an uh, its own aesthetic compared to you know it's it's almost moving on from the older empire aesthetic you know uh, from the old world isn't it really where um uh previously where cities of sigma was just a, a mishmash of, of different units um uh I, I i like the identity that uh you know that they're going for yeah um sigma, sigma and these new releases what what about these knights here? So I'm going through the, I'm sharing the screen with these guys going through the, the starter box or whatever you want to call it. Um, what do you think of their knights versus the, like I really rate, oh, this guy, like I rate the uh, wizard guy too. But the humans I rate, the knights look very almost chaotic, but like it's cool, I like it, but it is definitely, that's totally different to yeah, yeah. fantasy. Hey, yeah, fantasy. yeah, not for me. To be quite honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's it's an interesting style. They yeah. got like a religious zeal sort of fanaticism mm, going. True, yeah, as well makes well, sense. Obviously, yeah, um, followers of Sigma, but yeah, like I really rate it, and um, I I did when I first saw them, I really liked them. I mean, since since getting back more into Warhammer and Six and seeing the old world hopefully accelerate, I'm sort of less inclined to get the Cities of Sigma. Um, but I think down the track, who knows? And I, and, I, and I think they're obviously doing this to really split apart the AOS models and old world and they mm. bring, you know, obviously more of these figures back, yeah. uh, the existing ones into the old world range. Um, but the cool thing is I still think there's that crossover. So if you're a good you know, if you're a bit of a converter or, or whatever, you've got the, the freedom to, you know, mishmash a little bit. Even like I've got the uh, that alchemist guy up. I mean, you could really see him being, I guess I would say a metal or gold wizard, but that probably might not exist in the whole world yeah, either. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. A lot of, of detail things. in those cloaks as yeah. well. Like there's just – that's the ability. Like it's, it looks really good because you've got the ability to not put in that much effort with, um, you know, highlighting everything um, and making it sort of like, you know, but you could if you wanted to, like, yeah. make, have like that massive figure piece. Um, yeah. It's good that it just has that ability. Totally. I actually heard uh, someone on YouTube, you know, because a lot of the YouTubers get these first and they've already painted them and they said, yeah, they said they're actually quite, even though they look way detailed, they're actually quite quick to paint because of that. So that's a, that's cool. Yeah, which probably it's it's in line with the um you know they're trying to speed up that hobby, um obviously with the painting and whatnot you got the contrast coming out maybe that's sort of what they're trying to aim for is a quicker hobby I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because they're so yeah I'm surprised to hear that really because yeah they look so intricate and 
highly mm. designed, I would have thought, yeah, that it would take quite a while to pick up all the detail and and and, and look, get it all looking quite sort of nice. Yeah, I guess of this thing, like when you when you cross reference like a really detailed plastic kit with contrast paints. You get you get a fair way of the way there if mm. you're just trying to you know make something that looks you know half decent you know without popping too much. So yeah, like, true. I guess the, that's the, yeah. the less flat space surfaces there are for the contrast to pull on, the, the better mm. it looks. So <laughs> maybe that's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, could be. And then the other ones that we know about so far um, are these at least one new Oric coming. Um, on, they've already shown this guy. I mean, I don't know much about the Oryx and the Ard Boys, but um, sort of what we were saying before about the different units moving back to Old World, one of the rumours I did hear about, which we may hear on Thursday, who knows, um, is that the current Ard Boys will be updated, basically. So they get, I guess what we're saying is Black Orcs might end up back in Old World. Um and they'll get a new range for AOS potentially is one thing. And we do know that from the Warhammer Fest that that massive, if you, do you guys remember that huge big thing? I think it was Warhammer Fest. Oh, no, it was the last preview show, I think, showed that massive gore grunter with three orcs hanging off it or something. Yeah, yeah. You, whatever it was called. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Yeah, that it looked pretty cool. So I think that's got to come out at some point. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I have no memory of that. I, I guess I don't. Oh, yeah. A lot of the uh, <laughs> the Sigma stuff yeah, does, doesn't quite land in my brain necessarily. <laughs> nah, nah, that's cool. I mean, it, I do wish um, if eight was still around, who knows what the old world does. When I saw the gore grunters, I mean, they don't, yeah, they don't float everyone's boat, but I was like so desperate for monstrous infantry in eighth edition. I was like, yeah, I'd love to be able to plug them into eighth edition because just some big, nasty, you know, riding four things but yeah they're uh, pretty we'll big see. I, yeah. I do i do like like you know like you'd be the same obviously collected orcs so you sort of you follow those classic fantasy armies so i do that in age of sigma yeah. as well like i i like you know this the classic ones i don't i I'll, I'll, wouldn't have any idea of anything in stormcast obviously or deep sea kin yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah water thing is but yeah the, the similar similar sort of model range you know yeah yeah yeah, I agree. Like, because I did play it briefly as um, uh, Age of Sigma uh, when sort of after I got ninth was sort of changing, and I try I tried that, um, uh, and I tried Sylvaneth because I had some dryads and I had some tree men, um, mm. and I just sort of built on that, and they were models that were familiar to me, and sort of a, a, a faction that at the time was pretty much just tree spirits, you know. So, um, uh, yeah, I agree um, with with what you're saying, Andrew, that it's, I do tend to stick with the, the fashions that are f familiar, you know, um, yeah. uh, it's an aesthetic that's familiar as well. I um, think they're, I mean, they could say all they want, they're not, but I feel like the last few range edits, they've pulled it back a little bit. Yeah. You know, back, you know, so it looks a little bit more Warhammer-ish, even though, when I say Warhammer, fantasy, Warhammer fantasy-ish. Not that I think they're doing it to, you know, allow you to use them in old world, but no. I don't know. I just feel like, it just seems to fit a bit more. I don't know. I don't yeah, know if that yeah. makes sense, but yeah. It could be just the releases they brought out too. Who knows? Um, hopefully those, uh, the Tomb King equivalents can just die. They're the worst. <laughs> anyway, I won't get into worst models ever made, but anyway. Um, 
<laughs> so the other uh, the other big news I brought up, which um, I don't know if everyone is as interested in it as me, but I love the history of Games Workshop and Warhammer and all that sort of stuff. And you know, I bought the Dice Men when it came out, which is a book by um, Ian Livingston. I think it's his name, isn't it? One of the guys who started Games Workshop. Um, that's a cool book. Had I got a signed copy of that, and then I didn't even know this one was coming, which is Talking Miniatures. So if you guys don't know what that is, look on Google for talkingminiatures.co.uk. Um, it's basically a collection of interviews that Robin Dews, who's the old, if you followed, you know, if you were playing this in back in fourth, fifth, sixth edition, you'd remember him as the White Dwarf editor, um, and one of the other former GW sales directors, John Stallard. They basically did. 16 or 17 interviews with a bunch of the old G-Dub guys, you know, Rick Priestley's, you know, the Perry twins, stuff like that. And there's a couple of, at least I've found, at least there's two good interviews at the moment on YouTube uh, with Jordan Sorcery and Miniature Realm. Definitely check them out. They, I mean, if, if it's a hint of what's coming in that book, it's going to be worth getting just from the stories that they've talked about. So I don't know. Did you guys, have you watched any of the um, YouTube videos, guys, on them? I believe I've seen a snippet of one what you're talking about because i remember seeing one there was um a couple of guys in there that had like a camera and they were talking to some old school um guys from the back in the day gw i think in one of them they might have even played a game possibly um right. but yeah it was it, it was it looked very interesting um it obviously it's a it's a different it's a different time um different sort of you know, to the GW now, to the GW then. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, you know, these different. are the guys sort of built it up. So I reckon, I reckon it's a really good sort of, you know, mindset. Be very interesting. Very interesting to listen yeah. to what they got to say. Yeah, Josh, is there anything on that one or you haven't seen them yet? Not really, no. Can't can't um, contribute especially to that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all cool. Nah. Yeah, well, if you get a chance, have a look at it. But, um, yeah, I like it. The ones I did watch the miniature realm interview, and that was really good. But Jordan Sorcery is awesome. If you haven't, uh, do you guys know? Have you followed his YouTube channel? No, not particularly. No, nah, okay, yeah. So if you're into Warhammer history, he is um, definitely he's been doing a really good set probably since the beginning of the year. Really good sort of step through every edition, and like you know, pretty in depth. You know, good hour or so on every edition and stuff. So worth checking that out if especially not just us guys but anyone listening um jordan sorcery i'll plug him i'm one of his patrons so definitely worth it hey awesome. so that's that's the news we may be back well hopefully we'll be back on thursday to talk more news after the uh nova open but for now let's chat some hobby guys what have we been up to um yeah so i i've been up to a few things um uh i've mainly like i, I spent since cast off the other week i, I, I spent the weekend I got home, I just cleaned out my desk because it was a real mess um, uh, of paints and stuff everywhere. Um, just as I was feverishly getting stuff ready for that, for that tournament, um, uh, I just feel like it, when you when you're in that mode, you've got no time to 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 stop and clean stuff. But once it's all over, I think I think it's nice to to take the time to do that. You know, just to refresh and maybe look yeah. at getting a new project going or. or getting out some old stuff that you might have been neglecting for a while um uh and i did i was i i i'd printed off some night goblins a few months ago that i sort of started painting a little bit but then i had to get them focus on getting the nice done that i wanted to do for castle assault so i had to drop them um for that time but now now i'm like i feel like oh i'm so free i can 
I can pick whatever I want to do, and <laughs> got all this time. I don't have any particular tournaments coming up anytime soon that I have to like race towards or, or prepare yeah, for. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I've just been taking my time, just experimenting a little bit um, uh, with the gobos, and mainly I've been trying to work out the right sort of paint scheme and balancing the colours because um, uh, you know it's gobos tend to be fairly bland depending on how you paint them. Like I, I have gone for a fairly classic look of. Um, uh, black cloaks and sort of red um, uh, bows or um, spear staves, spear handles. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but I've tried to bring up color using using basing and mushrooms and that type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, my, and my first attempt, it was kind of like I went for like I've got a whole different whole range of different mushrooms, different species, and they all look kind of different. So I was like, oh, I'll paint all the different mushrooms in different colors. Um, uh, and it actually came out sort of jarring almost like it's just there's just too much different color going on there's not a yeah right. it, 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 your eye can't focus on a particular area it's just it's just a whole rainbow of stuff going on um and it just d- didn't really feel right so i'm i think i'm going to go back and maybe try to sort of simplify the color scheme of the, of the mushies and make them maybe a, a a blue and maybe even try to give them a bit of a glowing effect i suppose um because uh, and that, that that might give us a, a reasonable color balance too because the 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 goblins I've printed off, they've actually, instead of squigs, they've got frogs. And I was planning to paint the frogs. The, oh, <laughs> the frogs are ridiculous. Wow. Um, uh, these are Highland uh, miniatures, these yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but they're... Do they have the, the squig? What's the, the mangler squig? Do they have a version of that? Oh, he hasn't, he hasn't made or... one of those ones, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it looks so ridiculous. Um, uh, but yeah, I sort of painted the frog sort of a, a yellow. Um, so I felt like, you know... Getting some yellow from there and the green and the red from the goblins, maybe the the blue mushrooms on the base would sort of help to balance all that out. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. Like less is more. Sometimes, like yeah. you were saying, you can sometimes just get a little bit too carried away. Yeah, you, yeah. you think it's good and then you you put it all down. It's like oh yeah, yeah, just doesn't just yeah. doesn't just doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just going to copy you, Josh, because I bought yeah I bought a bunch of the uh, squig. Squigger, squigger something, squigger, lo- squigger mammoth or something from AOS with all the squigs, big box set for AOS and didn't do anything with it. But um, <laughs> but also bought a bunch of 3D printed um, miniatures, uh, what is it, mushrooms. So, but I didn't do anything with it. I, I want to do that, but I might just wait to see what you do. So when yeah. you say glowing effect, so that'll glow on their cloak and on the ground, is that what you mean? Like I haven't tried it or? yet. It depends how much time it takes. I don't really want to spend like, ages painting them but yeah i yeah. am thinking of doing it just like a not making the mushroom fairly bright like you'd have to go for almost like a, a white you know highlight to to really make them mm. quite bright and then having a just a, a, a little bluish dry brush around around the mushroom and yeah if it might be on a cloak or might just be on the um basing around it um yeah uh, just you might not have to do major. that with every mushroom hey either like you know because no. that could be like a mushroom that's finally Spawned, or whatever you call it, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. true. Yes, true. You could have varying levels of brightness. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was almost laughing in the background because Josh is like, "Oh, yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on these." I was just thinking, well, what's not too much time for Josh? Because if anybody hasn't seen Josh's army, they're these meticulous, beautiful. I don't know how many days and weeks you spend on each miniature of your Bretonian army, but it's like next level. So when he's saying, I don't want to spend too much time, for me, it's probably way too much time, you know. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably at least two or three hours on each bloody miniature. 
for me, oh, yeah. the Bretonians are different though. Like they were just the army that I just love to paint, and I just spend yeah, yeah months at a time just painting them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas if I want to get the goblins out, kind of thing, it's kind of like I just I just want to push them out. Um, uh, but yeah. Is this yeah. a? Do you have an army list that you're aiming for with this? Like, is this an orc and goblin army? Is it just goblins? Um, like, I was what? sort of, I was trying to go for a themey sort of, yeah, goblin. Uh, not necessarily just night goblins, but goblin army list, I suppose. Right. Um, uh, and just good luck see, with that leadership. Happens. Yeah, I know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna. I mean, I may end up <laughs> having some orcs as well. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure yeah. really what I'm planning with. I just thought I, they looked cool, and I printed them off, and now I'm painting them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of. yeah. Fair enough. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Andrew, have you been up to much in terms of hobby? Uh, yeah, no. So, um, with what I've done, I've probably not achieved anything. Um, but I have been doing, spending quite a bit of time, as I tend to do. I, I, I procrastinate and I, I think. So, I have been spending a exorbitant amount of time probably scheming from my list and takeaways from Castle Assault. Um you know, it's sort of one of those things I'm kind of stuck now because uh, aiming for a 2,000-point list or something similar from what we had at Castle Assault, um, it does get really tight. It does get really tight with what you want. Um, and one thing I've had to take away from that is how much do you spend on a Lord? Um, it's one of those mm. sort of... This is 6th edition, obviously, we're talking about. Um, and, I'm, I'm, you know, you start kidding, kidding up people here and there not to make a Death Star as such, but like, you know, you like, you kid up the attacks and then you're like, oh, I don't want this guy just to die. So I'm just going to give him like some decent armor. And next thing you're pushing, you know, 300 odd points for a Lord. Mm. Um, so yeah, sort of yeah, trying to squeeze that in. And the problem with the Dwarves too is if you make him too hard to, to for someone to consider going into combat. You're just going to run around, yeah. Yeah, you're not gonna end it. up in combat. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. There's a definite balance there in terms of uh, how much how much you outlay. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm sort of stuck stuck there at the moment. Um, the other thing I've been doing, well, I didn't really do too much of it, but it's probably a good discussion. Is I acquired some new iron breakers. Um, the mm. I wouldn't say the latest range, but well, it is. But it's been out for probably what eight years, maybe. Six to eight years. That's scary. The, uh, yes, this is right. the latest wow. range. <laughs> yeah, it's been out for a while. We'll say that. Um, when you, yeah, when you wrote that in the notes, I thought you meant just the old metal. Iron nah, nah. Air, right? Yeah, the yeah. plastic, the plastic jobbies. Um, so yeah. what what I've done, I've actually got twenty iron breakers, the the same ones. Um, but this is probably a good little topic we can have. But I, I strip them, and when I've stripped them, I um wee bit of meltage on um on the models oh. so i might i might I'll, I'll tell you about what oh. i did and then obviously what happened and then um i painted them up and they just didn't look that great so i I've, i'm getting these new iron breakers hopefully i can paint up nicely because you know when you paint something you don't like it and you're just like mm -hmm. yeah it's just an eyesore so i've, I've got to change those um, so yeah, basically I threw a bunch of iron breakers into, it actually works really good as a paint stripper is, um, brake fluid on plastic. Um, basically, oh, you usually leave it in for maybe half a day. It doesn't really damage the plastic at all. Um, not the plastic that I've used. Um, but this time I think I left it in there for a week maybe. Um, <laughs> so there was a bit of surface pitting on like the plastic and, um, 
they kind of melted into each other a little bit. So like as, cause I just put them in like this container and they're resting on top of each other. And just that weight of the one on top kind of just, you know, the ax or the shield just made like yeah. little divots. Oh, so if they weren't no. like all together like that, it probably wouldn't have done that. And obviously you wouldn't leave it in for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Right. Yeah, I've done it before. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I find um, like, I, I don't know what you guys have done, but Metho works okay. It's probably not that strong. Um, and I've then, done that and simple green. That's all I've used, I think. Yeah, I know people talk about Dettol. Dettol's pretty expensive. Oh, but... sorry, Dettol. That's I what used I've to used. Use Dettol. Dettol. Yeah, Dettol yeah. Used, to be, yeah. used to be my go-to. <laughs> yep. Which worked pretty well. Um, Smells better than the others. There was so. just yeah. you, know, you just had to be careful not to get any water in the area while you were mm. um, stripping, because mm. otherwise it would just turn into a foul gluggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just awful. Yeah, I've done um, that. Uh, <laughs> These, these... I've never, I don't think I've had great success stripping in the sense that nah. maybe I've always just used stuff that's not that powerful. So therefore I've always like end up scrubbing away or there's always still bits of paint in there. Like I've never had anything that just works flawlessly. But yeah. Like... The more detailed they are, it's like it just gets stuck in crevices and, you know, it's just, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I, I I probably have mainly use isopropyl alcohol these days, or probably yeah. similar to metho, really. That's more because I have so much of it for printing. I'm just like, oh, I might yeah, as well use that to strip. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which works fine, and it's quite safe. You know, like you can just leave things in in that tub for weeks on end, and mm. they'll be completely undamaged, <laughs> plastic or whatever. Um, uh, I think I think resin you have to be be careful with with most things, but um, yeah, yeah. metal is totally fine. I did get some high grade um, ISO from work um, that you know might have fallen off the back of the truck or something. Um, borrowed <laughs> borrowed some, um, and it melted yeah. my plastic. So I think oh, there must no. be oh, wow. very. I think there's a very oh. high grade one. Yeah. Um, what what Because uh, <laughs> I think Metho's around seventy, seventy percent, and then yeah, I think ISO can go like in the nineties. So, but yeah, right. there, there must just be different grades, but this one, it yeah. worked to treat on metal, but yeah, plastic. Um, and I put my uh, higher uh, BSB in there and it was a bit devoed because I was trying to oh, paint off no. his, um, the, the banner and then like all these bits of plastic started melting onto the toothbrush and I'm just like, uh, <laughs> oh, so anyway, no, no heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> Real potent isopropyl alcohol going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my the God. good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so you're doing, um, you've been doing this list though up because you may, uh, you, you want to have a game at some point. Hey, we're yeah. going to do a bat, battle report podcast as well at some point. I don't know how we're going to do this, but yeah, yeah, no, definitely. We'll, uh, got this little grudge match coming up. Um, I'm just trying to keep it as like a generic list. Like, I, I don't like it. You kind of go into a battle looking to face off exactly. Yeah. What your opponent's no, got? Yeah, I think. Oh, kinda... damn! Does that mean I need to put the dispersed scrolls <laughs> back in my list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm trying to keep it as like a yeah a generic tournament list, I suppose. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I haven't changed. I like I like the idea of what we like. I I always love the motivation to get an army done. You know, not so much like last minute or anything, but it certainly helps when you have a list that you're working towards. So, um, yeah. Now that I have the CA list, and if we're gonna, you know, get a game in, you know, this week or next week, or whatever, I'll um, I've just basically gone with 
it's not even that much bigger. I think it's literally just the tomb king in a chariot, so I need to paint one of them, and then another block of arches, and got rid of the Sharpty and just moved a few little things around. So it's almost the same list yeah. with slightly different magic oh. items, but not not really. Um, that way, I only need to paint. I don't know, twelve archers and a chariot. So <laughs> that's that was my my uh, sort of logic behind what it a bit. What was the yeah. process in in getting more archers and, and dropping the shafty? Um, so I'll end up with two blocks of twenty. Yeah. Uh, one of which has a standard. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, but yeah, just to um again, just to like. I, I was missing things, A, for the Hierophant just fly into, but also then more things just to throw in front of stuff I don't want to fight, you know. So if you have 20 mm. archers, I feel like you can shoot enough to take out some stuff. And if yep. you have two lots of 20, you can probably shoot out a little bit more, but then you don't care about either of them. And to be honest, the Tomb Guard dropped down a little bit. So therefore, again, do I care if they're getting combat? Probably not. So they've got a Tomb – sorry, there's a Tomb Prince in that tomb guard unit and the tomb king goes oh, in the chariots and hopefully okay. i'll get more use out of the chariots because yeah. he can do two two things with them but at the same time Definitely. i did bring the yeah. chariot originally i think i was talking to you guys about like a big chariot death star thing and then yeah. i went well similar to what your lord comment was well if i only have five chariots all up in this unit it's not that scary but it's also scary enough that it can do damage but if i lose it yeah. Yeah, I mean, like it's like you're sort of playing with that size of the the list where, yeah, it's flexible if you know. What yeah, I mean. you don't yeah, like, yeah. you don't want to be charging up, leaving everyone else behind, and getting isolated, mm. and then you know crumped by the by the opposition yeah. army. Yeah. <clears throat> At the end of the day, they're chariots as well, so they can just get taken. Like you know, they're just light chariots. So I don't know. We'll see. Like again, I don't know if it's it's not really they a power list. I just want to be able to though. use them. Yeah, well, that's what I want to see if they can. You've got a guy who can do two casts on himself, at least to move and fire and stuff. Mm. Um, he can sort of operate fairly independently a little bit, you know. Um, yeah. And chariots are so big that, like, the Hierophant in a skeleton unit can probably still reach 12 inches to do, like, heal them and stuff like that. So you never know. I mean, again, mm. it's how you play it and terrain and all that, but it'd be interesting yeah. to see how it goes. Did, yeah. did the Ashapi do much for you in Castle Assault? No, nah, not really. They're too small for that. Like at the end of the day, they're three wound, toughness four, five up save, and they're strength six. So I think they're cool if you oh. thought there was going to be a lot of high toughness stuff. But I mean, there's only three of them. What, what can they do? And they're usually yeah. hitting on like fours. Yeah. Like mm. it's, they're just not, yeah. Yeah, I think force. they're better in eighth. Sorry, they could have been better in eighth if they had a few extra rules. But then when you got things like stomp and stuff, I think that was cool. But in sixth, it's like there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I guess you could we'll either see. yeah drop them as you've done or buff the numbers to you know get another one. Mm. So you got four mm. in a row or, or or a second rank or something. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds, sounds interesting. Nah, so interesting um, see how that can yeah, goes. just and again, just to oh, I'm on a get through them i was going to put two extra chariots in and i did have that but then i was fiddling around with the points went oh well, i'll just drop a chariot <laughs> make it a, it's probably not as you know potent the unit anymore but i mean i just i'll get it done and we'll see how it works in terms of just playing with it i don't know how it'll go against dwarves but we'll see yeah 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 mm. yeah it'll be interesting to see how yeah if you got if you got more chariots going like having two threat range two threat points where you could have different chariots going on um, uh, you know, that would be interesting to play with as well. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you do generally see when you get the chariots. You've got like a bigger unit and you've got some other smaller ones. Yeah. So I've got more chariots, but not that many. I've only got mm. oh, maybe two or three more. So I, and yeah, you know, um, there's a guy at Legion's Club who has a battalion, like whatever it's called, like an army box, you know, that he could sell me. But I've, I'm sort of feeling right now, I might as well just wait because I'll see what comes out because it sounds like they're just going to re release it. So, yeah. Um, I figure if I've painted all the chariots I got and I need more and the old world's not out, then I'll buy them, buy them off him. But we'll <laughs> see. Yeah. Anyway, that's my hobby apart from getting this podcast out. So, yeah, I don't know. Has um, anyone done anything else or we want to move on to the main it. topic? Yeah, that's, that is definitely it. Okay. Um, let, let me just play our transition sound. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> So we, we're also playing around with a new podcast recording thing, which I forgot to hit record on when we started and the guys love me for it. Yep. Um, but anyway, we want to talk old world. That's what we're here for. It's the old world fanatics. Um, so yeah, what do we want to start with? I, I originally put a few sort of block bullet points down in terms of things to talk about, like settings, the models, the rules. I want to hand over to one of you guys. What do you guys want to um, talk about? Do you want to start law or what? Um, yeah, like, uh, where, where do you, where did you want to start? We have, um, basically the only, the only thing that obviously, well, law wise, I was looking into was trying to pick the date, uh, which obviously mm-hmm. you were mm-hmm. too, Gamo. Um, yeah. so yeah, it was, I, I got sort of a bit, a bit deep into, cause to me, I thought undead is very, um, or vampire counts is very old world. Um, and I was a mm. bit, you know, it was a bit dumbstruck. Is like, well, these guys are in the middle of the empire. How are they not going to be in the old world? But then, um, yeah, reading into it, they were sort of like, yeah, you know, the Von Karsteins had died. Um, they're all died out. And then the vampires sort of had, uh, you know, hidden away, I suppose, is, you know, a way to rebuild their strength slowly. Um, and then, yeah, just looking into that where, um, it was. And so that's on 2145. Is that what you were saying? That was, yeah. Where Manfred dies at the battle of, uh, Hell Fen. Um, so yeah, dwarves and empire came down and they had a big, uh, big beat up and yeah, old Manfred died. He comes back, but that's, we won't get into that, but yeah, he's officially sort of dead at, uh, 2145. Mm-hmm. And that's dead as a vampire gets. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then that, that's, uh, you know. There's a there's a book about it got wrecked, but I'll I won't get into that. Um, but yeah, that's um, just before the you know the setting of the old world. Um, so that's why we don't see the vampires basically in there at the moment. Right. Okay. So it's got to be after that. Then you you're thinking because yeah, they've sort of when they announced that they sort of talking about the whole. Uh, was it the era of the three, like the setting of the three emperors, like when it was, you know, it's like a civil war um, and the, like there's no, I guess the empire's going through that turmoil of not really having, you know, this Cull Franz slash emperor figure until obviously the siege of Prague and then, you know, obviously um, Magnus the Pious sort of getting everyone back in order. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, when I looked at the dates for that, it was a fair big sort of range, you know, like it was, I can't remember the dates, but it was, you know whatever it was, 19, no, 1700 through to 2400 or I can't remember. But it yeah. seems to be a lot. Yeah. But then rereading yeah. it, it seems to be, hey, this is just decades, they said, like before the Siege of Prague. Like, And then I think, yeah, what did you find, Josh, with that? Yeah. 
Yeah, so does it sound like they're leading into the Siege of Prague, do you think? Like, eventually, if, you know, mm. depends on, I guess, the time frame that they release it, but I feel like there's a potential that they could end up, you know, if they're doing more expansions and more expansions, then go through those decades and um, yep. uh, potentially eventually hit that hit that um, mm. that battle, you know? Um, uh, I, I am sort of excited in terms of Bretonia, um, being that... It's it's I think it's the time of the Lewin Orc Slayer, um, yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> which is which is you know it says it not I find that name right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think he he because his um big thing um was about um twenty two oh one I think when he actually declared Erin War to get rid of all these greenskins that were going on, encroaching on our borders and that type of thing, um uh and I, and I feel like having that as a as a themey sort of part of the army you know if 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 the time frame is is such that yeah an errantry was part of that that sort of um timeline um uh you know that that's actually going to be kind of fun being being able to to run those kinds of lists you know i think that would be um uh, kind of cool i'm pretty naive on the whole brett uh lord are they at that time, then are they sort of more? Um, yeah, they're not in civil war like the sort of empire is, if you call it civil war. But no. like, are they sort of more just how they are? Yeah, yeah, they're 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 well established. I think they were, you know, they've been going for a, a couple of thousand, maybe a thousand years at that point. Yeah, I would think. Um, uh, and they'd had a you know a few battles with um, uh, chaos even before. Um, uh, this this era that we're talking about, um, uh, and then because they, they, they got a few things interesting sort of coming up after that as well, like um, uh, you know the, in about twenty three hundred is when they when they have the Mulasson, all the people dying that, and you've got the undead coming out, you know, in that era as well. Um, so that that potentially happens before the siege of Prague too, I think. Um, uh, so it'd be interesting if they, if they do anything with that as well. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, Bretonia was pretty well formed, and yeah, they weren't in turmoil really, apart from all the orcs and goblins <laughs> coming yeah, over the border, yeah, which is <laughs> always the way. Yeah, <laughs> I do find it weird that it seems to be the Tomb Kings are the odd. It just seems weird that they're in this, but I guess it is the Badland. Like obviously, the other it's thing so they did weird. start talking yeah. about is they they said mm. this is going to be focused down in the Border Princes area. Um, and potentially, the two, what's the story there is, you know, the Tomb Kings are launching their invasion of the old world to sort of bring everything back under their their oh. reign. But, I, you know, I didn't really think the Tomb King had cities in the old world. So no. I'm not, no. Not yeah, totally it's, sh- it's strange, isn't it? Because early on when they were doing the development, it was very much they were talking about Kislev and Cathay yeah. and that type of thing. And then all of a sudden it just slips, flipped to Bretonnia and Tomb Kings. And, yeah, fluff-wise, it yeah. looked like they're two like bitter enemies really um mm. uh it's almost almost like they've gone okay these are the two armies that we're going to release on and now we sort of have to work out fluff wise yeah. how to how, how we can um uh, manage that um i think yeah i and like to me it's understandable too like i don't expect them to get you know when they first announced this thing whenever it was it was a pre-covid that's a massive thing yeah um so the world changed. And on top of that, I think like you do with anything, you you have an idea, you start putting it in practice, there's always budgetary things, and you're probably trying to work out 
how to do it. Um, and I feel like they have done a little, potentially there's been some steering around in terms of going, hey, well, we could do this whole launch with two new, ra- yeah, like, you know, kids live a whole new range and all that. But I mean, the fact that they killed the other game because it didn't, you know, in fact, let's be honest, wasn't, you know, wasn't making them any money. Um, I feel like they had, did turn around. I think they've had those discussions and gone, well, let's, let's use some mostly existing stuff and set this up in a way that, we can leverage armies that are, you know, just low risk, you know, and then if it goes well, maybe then it takes a long time for Games Workshop, I think, to bring out an entire new yeah. range. So Kislev could be being made, but it's like we have to see if this works first. Yeah, you know, true. Potentially, and, I don't know. But. And they've, they've pretty much chosen the two armies that probably have the, the least amount of secondhand stuff going around. If you know what I mean, mm, like they're, yep. they're yeah, the most yeah. collectible, they're the highest prices in terms of secondhand stuff on eBay and that type of thing. So they're probably gone. Yeah, the we can probably sell quite a lot of models of these these two factions more yeah. so than anyone else. Um, uh, and then just going going from there. I, I I agree what you mean about yeah, practically setting trying to re-release something like this. Um, uh, in this area in terms of, yeah, what kind of budget they have, what kind of outlay they're going to put in terms of workforce and that type of thing. Because um, uh, I feel like some of the ideas they were, they were coming up with early on, they, you know, I, I think they must have just had some feedback like, no, this is not this is not on, we're not going to do this. And it is and it is risky, I agree. Like, they killed the old world for a reason. You know, it just wasn't yep. that profitable. Um, yep. uh, and now stepping back into it, you know, there there is there is a amount of risk um, doing it, and I feel like if there wasn't that nostalgia, and also if there wasn't the popularity of Total War going on, they probably wouldn't even be touching this. You know, mm. yeah, um, potentially, exactly, yeah. Um, no, totally, I agree. Like, so yeah, if anything, it does. I mean, I again, we can't control everyone else, but I feel like you know we have to put our money where our mouth is with this. If we want Warhammer Fantasy to be around, we have to. And I know you're, a, you know, you're a 3D printer. We don't have to go into all that. But at the end of the day, whatever they bring out, we're going to make sure we we we're Support, buying it, and yeah, use it yeah. otherwise it's going to fall down again. You know. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's like love them or hate them. You sort of got to decide. Um. Hopefully, it succeeds because it's good, but also, you know, the the community rallies around it and actually does support it as well and doesn't go oh i'm whinging because my old army's not being able to be used it's like well come on guys you can yeah. use your army in sixth you know the yeah. community does like to whinge or you know <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have it noticed yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like anything but you know i think yeah. i think you're just gonna have that no matter what you do yeah no but i mean you do want to see those two army you know like cathay and kislev so bloody hell i hope it, it i really so do cool. yeah. hope it does sort of that generational well, i don't know if it's every year or general's handbooky type thing where it sort of moves through yeah and moves the, the timeline forward because that would be an ideal way to test it out get these get it up and running but eventually you know get kislev in there get some of these other ones uh mm. you know yeah, the range. I mean, I guess the hard thing for them too is making sure they have ownership of the IP and that type of thing as well. You yeah, know? and that's partly why they stepped out of it in the, in the originally. Really, like you know, so so much of this stuff is very generic. Um, yeah, uh, and and putting putting in a lot of you know development and, and entire money into doing that. Um, yeah, there's 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 a, there's a big downside potentially where they they you know they they're taking on a fair bit of risk in doing that. Yeah. Did you um, say, um, Andrew, that you saw some 
names that you thought were changed or were interesting around that sort of copyright stuff when you were looking at the maps? Um, yeah, I was just, yeah, basically thinking, as Josh was saying, I, I wonder if they they will be, you know, talking the Empire or something, but be a bit more specific because, um, mm. uh, yeah, there definitely did seem to be just, uh, it is quite hard to see, but I was looking at the old map and the new map and it, um, you know, old world as you know it, I suppose, like it, it was quite different with um, the kingdom names. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's definitely room for, as Josh said, um, to try and secure IPs and, you know, maybe rebrand the old world a bit into something, you know, Tolkien-esque, but still, um, you know, in a way which they can secure that IP. Um, and I think mm. naming conventions are probably going to be very important um, in their quest to do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, it's interesting. I'm not sure, you know, if we're going to get much more. Like, do you guys, uh, well, actually, no, I was going to say, do you think we'll get some more law on Thursday, but we can talk about that at the end. But, um, yeah, is there anything else law-wise you saw? Um, I guess one thing I noted, now the timing's probably not 100% right here, but because I think it's actually around the 2000 mark, was the Mordenheim Comet was around that What's time. Oh. Um, I wrote it down somewhere now, I can't find it. So it's interesting. Two, you said 2000. Yeah, was yeah. it something like that? Um, let me just, I had it in somewhere. Might, might predate it um, but yeah, it looked to be more, uh, yeah, obviously it's close, you know, the Mordenheim, uh, you know, destruction of Mordenheim is closer to the old world time than it was the current time, so to speak. Yeah. So that's interesting too, because you never know that that's, you know, to me, that's money that they can just print, you know, yeah, 100%. if they bring that out. Um, and so moving this time frame back to this era might give them a bit more ability to do that with the, you know, the whole miniatures. They were always obviously Warhammer figures anyway, but it sort of feels like it's, I don't know, just it's aligned a bit more, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And they had that lot with Age of Sigmars. Um, I, f I forget their name now, but they've got the, the small skirmish games that sort of, you know. Yeah, um, yeah Warcry and that other one. Yeah, yeah. Called, Seems so. like they've got a yeah. decent following as well. Yeah, and you need to do it. I mean, like, I mean, I don't know if you guys are the same, but I mean, have you ever introduced a friend who doesn't ever play this yeah. and expect them to actually pick it up? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> does it ever work? You know no, what I mean? Like, no, like as an adult, when you yeah. walk in and you go to a 30 year old adult or 40 year old adult and say, oh, why don't you start painting 100 plus miniatures and play games with me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just go, no. Nah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's no. interesting. Um, there was one other. Oh, the other thing I did like about, and maybe this, I was going to spend a bit more time on this, but I didn't get back to it, was looking at all, like you mentioned Von Karstein, um, yeah, King Lewin, uh, or have you say it. It feels like there's a lot of, and even um, is it Gorbat Ironclaw, you know, is the main guy coming into like Fire Pass, whatever. A lot of the name characters, there's a lot of them who were still in this era. Yeah. Which is interesting because we've been playing them where they probably were dead, you know what I mean? Like we've been playing these named characters in whatever it was, 2400 or 2500, whatever the current time before the end times. Yeah. But a lot of those figures weren't even around. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which is funny. Mm, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So they'll probably re-release those special characters, I'd imagine, if they actually get enough success. But it will be cool to be able to say, well, you know, like you're playing with special characters that are actually alive in that time, you know, so. 
Yeah. Which, yeah, should be cool. Well, the yeah, the funny thing, like you said, is like a lot... Well, the name characters were kind of around them, but it seems like the time that they're almost going for, it's there's not a lot going on. As in like... Yeah. Um, there's a lot of room for them to put out these new sort of name characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, just... So you're saying it's after all those ones maybe, but before... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like this... Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you go through Warhammer lore and, at, you know, you get like a little burst here and then 50 years later there's like another sentence or two. Like it's it's quite vague. There's a lot of room to yeah. create, I suppose, what, what they want. And out of that, I think they're going to be able to create these new characters give them a backstory like you said you could have the tomb kings invading and you could have this bretonian force go down i'm sure you could just fit that in the lore and yeah yeah Yeah. you know it's 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 so vague that you're gonna have these battles and things and quests going on and you know so yeah Yeah. i I think it's i think it's quite smart what they've done they've almost got this time where it's not Mm. you know it's not major as in like there's just not a lot going on um, but it's still that same Warhammer. Like Warhammer's always been, chaos is about to come and destroy the whole world. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's still doing that now. It's just yeah. Yeah. it's not the actual end world because we've seen what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a bit so, of yeah. a blank canvas, really, for them to sort of write that, write that story and start off. Yeah. And they Will can we see also... FEMA come back or anything like that. <laughs> Zotes. Zotes. No, no Zotes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Josh, you were saying something. Um, uh, I was saying, yeah, that, I mean, they can also lean into the the, the pre-existing stuff that is there in terms of um, uh, stories and fluff and that type of thing. And, you know, they can actually just do, you know, certain campaigns for, for battles that have been described in the past and that type of thing. Like, mm. You know, I think I think they are going to approach it a little bit like Horace Hesse in a way where they're going to be putting out, you know, specific scenarios so you can reenact this battle or, or that battle. Yeah. Um, maybe even, like, little PDFs, you know. Maybe maybe they'll they'll p- properly um, publish them. But I can picture them also just doing little scenarios where they'll just put on the website, here's a little PDF for a battle you can reenact, um, which I think would be really cool and a really good way of, yeah, using all that, um, uh, you know, uh, fluff and scenery and, and background that they do have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like there's a magazine that they could maybe put that sort of stuff in with some nice hobby tips and not just advertising of new models. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, there's the old days. Yeah. Good old days. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about lore as much as we know. We don't, because we don't really know too much. Um, Model-wise, and we touched a little bit on that, but we've seen, obviously we've seen, um, well, what do we know? We know that... It's existing plastics, some stuff. It sounds like new stuff, mostly resin. And when they say new, I'm guessing when it's characters and stuff, they're not yeah. going to do, surely they're not going to do surely. You know, new entire <laughs> regiments in resin. Nah, that'd be terrible. No, I yeah, I can't think they're going to. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It's mainly going to be characters and probably through Forge World and probably cost a, a pretty penny, yeah. I suspect. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously we've seen the three that we've seen so far, which is the two Brett ones and the Tomb King. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. I mean, did, what, have you, what did you guys think about when you first saw, I guess, uh, the Brett, like Warhammer Fest, the Brett Paladin and the Tomb King? I mean, was it? I did like it, yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, especially the guy on a foot. I thought he was really the paladin on a foot. I mean, um, 
uh, yeah, I think I was worried they were going to over-stylize it, and it is pushing it a little bit, a little bit. But I think overall, the, the style does does fit really well still with oh. the the the, the sixth edition Bretonians. Um, uh, and 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 I, and, I, and I like some of the elements. I like the little lantern things you got hanging off him, and yeah, um, uh, the cloak. You know, a lot of the um detail on it is actually really good as well. So it's it's it is a real step up from the 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 original characters and that type of thing. Um, sorry, guys, yeah. I'm just gonna sneeze. There you go. Yeah, no, I um, I mean, obviously, I like the tomb. I mean, the biggest thing to me was just how cool it was to actually see a bloody um. Warhammer figure, finally, yeah, yeah. like a Warhammer yeah. fantasy uh, figure. Uh, I mean, I could, you could have given me anything and I probably loved it. Um, the thing I'm going to like about the Tomb King, and you can't really tell in these pictures, is like the problem with I've got, and I'm painting one now, obviously the, the Tomb King that's going in the chariot. Like it, the 20 mils almost, the 28 mil guy is just too small. Like it's just, I don't yeah. know, it's, it's too small for the amount of deep. The detail is gone. He's gone because the figure's too small. So I hope um, bumping it to 25 mil base helps this Tomb King guy be just slight, ever so slightly bigger. Um, yeah. But not, yeah, not ridiculous. Like, not, yeah. Like well, how like much Stormcast Eternal or anything? Yeah. But just yeah. slightly yeah. bigger. Well, so he looks, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, how much yeah. scale creep do you think they're going to be putting into these guys? Because these are all in 25s as well, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. I would yeah. think. And they're filling the base pretty well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, yeah that's the thing. We don't know. I think that. I mean, the fact that, like we just said, that they're mostly probably going to be character models, mm. um, probably won't be out of place them when you're seeing it in a unit. Yes, true. That's what I'd hope. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Ho- hopefully. Yeah, that's a yeah. Point. yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. The the paladin's cool with his uh, whatever it is with the all the stuff on his back. Um, that's probably what you're talking about a little bit. Like it's good, but it's yeah. also you know how much stuff can this guy. How much stuff can you cram onto one mini? It's almost like <laughs> it's like they haven't they haven't built a Warhammer Fantasy model for so long. They just want to throw all this stuff on him, but yeah, they, he does look cool. They I have love done, his helmet. But he, yeah, he he still looks like a Bretonian knight. He doesn't. He's not. Yeah. It's not like it feels like an Age of Sigma um, nah. level of yeah. over sculpting. Well, not over, that's harsh, but it's it feels like a, a Warhammer Fantasy figure. Um, yeah, totally. But this, yeah. but a modern one, you know. So I think yeah, it's it's a good balance overall. Yeah. And it's probably and one of the. Have... Oh, I was going to say, sorry. The he, he's just got that questing knight sort of look to him, which is probably mm-hmm. one of the I'd say the most popular Bretonian knights. Um, I think everybody loves the little questing knights. They got like random stuff that they're like you know stolen yep. from wherever they've. <laughs> just... <Yep. laughs> it's just, but they're yep. they're great. They I, I love them, and I, I think everybody who loves the bretonian models um i'd say the questing knights would be up there with one of the the best sort of units or favorite favorite units of most bretonian fans yeah yeah they're so they're so characterful Um, yeah yeah uh, and each each one is very different you know um yeah uh, they've all become slightly um uh idealized almost because you know so some of them are really hard to get these days, you know. Yeah. Hopefully that will change. You know, they've got the core five, and then the other, the blisters, the, yeah, yeah, the, the blister guy, yeah, yeah. The guy, <laughs> the chef. You know, they've all got special lefty. Yeah. They've all got special names because they're just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully that'll, uh, that'll that'll get re-released next year or, or whenever, whenever this yeah. is. Uh, 
this whole what, thing happens. Um, just create, like, I don't know, tells me, shows I don't know much about Brett line. Like, what's, what, 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 uh, like, were they all plastic? Were they resin, metal? What were all the questing knights and stuff? Uh, they're all metal. I don't think yeah. they got released yeah. in resin. They, they, so they got yeah. released in a box of five, like a man group and three guys. Yeah, right. That was the box and that was quite widely available. And then the others were only ever released in blister packs. Um, and mm. for a relatively short period of time, really. Because um, they became really hard to get. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I would imagine they'll re-release them in resin then, if they're going to bring them back out. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I think they'd have to. Do you? Like, I mean, they're not going to... Well, I doubt that. I don't know. Wouldn't they do metal? I shouldn't say that. They do do metal. Re- the the, like the order they're... ones are metal, aren't yeah, they? The yeah. Ones are... In yeah, like okay. the um, Lord of the Rings models, are, you know, the older ones are all still in metal. Um, and yeah, okay. if they do made to water, they're still metal. I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought, and I might be wrong on this one, but the molds are the same, aren't they? Like they can use a metal mold and put the, their resin in. Is that right or not? I have no idea. Okay. I would have thought. The exact same thought, figures, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. when they released them yeah. as fine casts. I feel like same. you'd need a different material for different molding materials. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never. Never looked into that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Someone who knows how to cast miniatures will tell us, hopefully, because we'll have so many downloads that we'll have one of those people listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and then we've got the dude on a horse, the uh, BSB guy came out. Um, again, I'm yeah. not a Bretonian guy, so Josh is the most qualified to talk about this guy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, and audio-wise, people don't even know what we're looking at. I but know. I'm sure people do know <laughs> by now. Yeah, so. they, they they should know really. Hope, what I would yeah. hope if they yeah been following it. If they if they're listening to this, they likely have been following it. So hopefully, yeah, they know what we're talking about. Um. Uh. But yeah, the, the BSB again. It's 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 a good. It's a well-balanced miniature. Um. Uh. In terms of the amount of stuff put on it, if anything, it's a little bit understated more so than the the guy on foot, really. Mm. Um. Uh. You know, I, I I like the dynamism of the horse. It's not like it's fully rearing up, but it's it's got some movement on the on the rock that all the characters have to be on. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, and I'm not sure what to make of the banner. Like, it's almost a bit too plain. That... Like, it's almost. <laughs> It looks like, does it have a bit of 3D around it? What's I what I was might. wondering, is it... I don't know. It, it, it does, yeah, the the out, outline, the white outline is, is embossed, um, uh, but I'm not sure about the rest of it. The banner isn't, I don't yeah, think, because that's think his the, helmet. I think yeah. that's all transfer and freehand and stuff, which is, yeah, which is, which is interesting because, you know, a lot of the banners more recently have had, you know, embossing on them, but... Um, mm. Mm. I like yeah. it because it's just easy to paint. Like if you've got just a yeah. flat surface, uh, to me that's I hate that. I hate flat, yeah. and you got to paint something on it. It's just because yeah. that's where you really need to be a good painter to come up with something sort of you know that looks really nice. And especially for a BSB, a centerpiece. That's where I liked having that embossed sort of banner, so that it, it can still pop, and you don't have to be you know a, a golden sort of demon. Demon. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the nah. only nah, thing I'm, that I'd like yeah. to change about it is the 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 morning star thing dangling mm. straight downwards in a straight line. Like it, I don't know, yeah, it just yeah. feels strange that there's no motion in it or 
dynamism in that, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, just bizarre how... It does look like he's sort of stopped a little bit. Uh, you know, he's sort of at does, the back of the and I think that's the what they're trying to do. looking out, raising yeah. his flag. Yeah, because it probably have a, just a little curve in it or something like just. Yeah, yeah it just looks too. God, you'd have up. to have some guns, wouldn't you, to be able to wear armor, uh, yeah. have that morning star on one hand, and still carry a banner around. <laughs> he, he hasn't skipped arm day, arm day. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, you know what would happen, Josh? You'd have him with his mm. little morning star in the air. And then it'd snap off every 30 seconds and you'd be like, why did they put this yeah. stupid Morningstar in this position where it just snaps? <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah, you know, you just can't win sometimes. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you're right. <laughs> Especially when it's resin. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, go, yeah, no, you can't, yeah. At least yeah, yeah. plastic yes, if it's will metal, melt it. It's yeah. going to be okay. Or yeah. Or plastic yeah. repair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's cool. Well, that's what we got. Although we did have, and I didn't have the picture here, but we had that leak of a Peg Knight too, um, which I guess is not an official release, but we're all assuming. No, but you know, um, we might, that we may well hear more about that later this week on Thursday, maybe. Mm, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. So that, those miniatures were the sum total of the announcements that they gave. Was it six months ago? And some other. Yeah, that wasn't uh, a lot. Convention. And uh, yeah, I was... well, I went to Warhammer Fest, so that was May. Um, they were the two. Was it Warhammer uh, Fest? Yeah, just those two. Yeah. And then the pe- the the BSB was in the same sort of preview thing we're doing on Thursday, except just after all that 40k release. Yeah. Yeah. It was the not 40k release. Yeah. Yeah, because I got I got pretty excited so, about that um, announcement, and then. Slightly yeah. like <laughs> yeah, underwhelmed. Yeah. Underwhelmed. <laughs> when, yeah. When that was when that was it. I mean they were good miniatures, but yeah, I was hoping for yeah, I think we're all hoping, for more, hoping for more. Yeah, well look, we'll get to that near the end here. We'll talk a little bit about our thoughts or, or predictions there. But um I guess the other thing with models is we know for a fact that twenty mil's gone. Like mm. that's a hundred percent confirmed as far as I'm concerned. So if you've got a twenty mil infantry unit then it's going to 25s. But outside of that, it doesn't, it, there's no, there's no real, you know, they said most 25 goes up, yeah. but not all. Um, and yeah. then they said most 25 by 50 goes up, but not all, but they yeah. don't tell us what. And yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. not sure like, what. Come on. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and you wonder why that, why that is, that they haven't been able I to nail know. down a number yet. Um, uh, is it because they're hoping for the ability to to, to multi-base to with rounds them or the something? Bases, maybe? Yeah, yeah. You know, right. is, that, is that what it is? Or um, I, don't know. I feel like it's some kind of compatibility or something that you know they're wrangling over. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. Yeah. No, I don't know, but it's a bit frustrating, isn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just that's again not to jump on the predictions but it does feel like that's something that we want to you know if we could get that before at least a pretty good sign of the types of sizes i think that would help people start getting yeah getting ready but i guess we're not in charge so we don't know um and then i think we're just talking about just in terms of aos i guess we sort of talked about a bit that they're probably not I mean, they've sort of confirmed nothing from AOS specifically is going to be backported, so you're not going to be able to use, you know, they're not doing rules for Gore Grunter orcs, for example. Um, but certainly I still think there's going to be a bit more crossover as a modeler, you know, if you want to pull a Gore Grunter over and use it as an orc chariot, you know, or something like that. Um, mm. You know, if you've got way more of a range now to do it, 
which is yeah. Cool. So is that is that why they're they're trying to work out what what base size to level? You know, so they well, I mean, they made the Age of Sigma players in the release. Oh. You know, you know, is that is that what you're trying I to say they... that they might be able to use those models for certain units? Yeah, I'm just saying that. World? Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not. It's not a. You know, they're not making one miniature for both games, but they are. Mm. I think there's they they would love it if you had an army over here and you were you, you were buying all their miniatures. So yeah. they'd be dumb to have them totally off scale, I guess. Mm. Um, but, you know, they mentioned even in the end of 8th edition that the figures were getting too hard to rank up. So I think they just, you know, you know the types of models. I mean, yeah, yeah. they make the best models in the world. There's no, in terms of design. Um, uh, and so they yeah. want to keep that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. I mean, there are going to be some... Especially the little horde armies, Skaven and goblins, that they're going to look a bit uh, stretched out on the twenty fives. Yeah. I feel you know um, that weren't really mm. having problems with with um, ranking, and and I, and I do wonder why they would you know why not keep some some guys on twenties. You know, um, uh, definitely the high elves look nicer on twenty fives. I think you know because they're yeah. very dynamic. Um, well, the black orcs will too because they oh, have the black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the chaos and I imagine every and... chaos player is, mm. even though they're on twenty fives, they're probably like going, "Yeah, we need mm. them bigger too," because I think they, even though they're sometimes tough to rank on twenty fives. Yeah. So. yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I think the cavalry look better on the bigger bases too. You know, like there was yeah. always a bit of a squeeze, even with the fifth edition models. You know, the tails and the heads would always just be, yes. just be, yep. just over the lip. Um, yeah. Uh, so it always would cause a bit of a headache with ranking up. Um, uh, and it actually makes it nicer. You know, if it's a bit stretched apart, you can actually see them better when they're in. Well, that's what they actually said in the thing that, like, you can see the second, third, fourth ranks better because there's a bit of a gap. You know, mm. and when I saw that, I read that. Well, that's a bit weird, but I sort of get what they mean. Like when I look at my block of fifty, how it is. I mean, you can't see that <laughs> the third, fourth, fifth ranks are just shoved together. So yeah, but yeah. um. Yeah. Now, I, look, what I, do you guys feel overall with that rebase? So, like in terms of, a, are you going to rebase? Um, what does it mean for sixth edition for you? Like, um, you know, I've thought about it quite a bit. I mean, I guess it depends very much on um, how thing, what things settle on that type of thing. Um, but uh, currently, I'm mainly going to be using movement tray um, adapters. Um, yep. uh, and I feel like you can you can mitigate it to some extent with the movement trays as well because there's already there's already yeah. a lip a lip there, which is you know two yep. or three millimeters, and if you go actually I'll actually include that as part of the base, then that actually means that, that you won't be you won't probably won't need to do quite as much of a of a conversion as you otherwise might need to do, and then mm-hmm. you can display the movement tray as that's the unit that's the um that's the the base size. Um, yeah, uh, which is yeah, actually a little bit cleaner, if anything. And we'll um, get on to that a little bit in terms of what it might mean for the rules, anyway. So, you, yeah. and I think that's what you're saying is totally correct. You know, it's mm. probably little, very little downside. I actually like that when I saw rebase, I was quite happy because it didn't bother me. Like that doesn't bother me. Um, but now that I started playing six, I was like, oh crap. But then I'm sort of the type of person that if for some reason I wanted to rebase, I'd probably end up stupidly just having a six edition army and then a <laughs> yeah well everything's <laughs> scaling up so, isn't I'm a sucker. it so I'm a yeah. Sucker for it. yeah it's yeah. easy to scale up if it was scaling down for whatever reason like as in like yeah. it, you can always find a way to scale up um yeah so you know it shouldn't be that big a deal um yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and you if, don't. Yeah. The, the rules are changing in a way that um, base coherency isn't that important anymore, then that, that also could... Um, yeah. Well, uh, let's move on to that, man, because that. that's the next mm. thing. Like, what do we know about that? Yeah. Mm. So do you want to talk about that? Mm. So basically what they're saying is that, you know, potentially, I, mean, I don't know how it's going to work exactly, but everything in the front of the unit that normally would be out of 5,000 base-based contact would be considered to be in base-based contact to fight. Like, I, I, they haven't really specifically said exactly how that would work, but mm. like, you know, do they still get supporting attacks? Um, that type of thing. Does it matter if a character's in, like, where's a character in the front rank, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, it's, a, it's interesting. It takes away a little, some of the subtleties of the game, um, uh, in, especially in terms of you know what formation do you go for and, and that type of thing. Um, uh, but I, 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 it's hard to pass judgment on you know is that a good or a bad change until you know what the rest of the rules are and how the game works as yeah. a as yeah a, as an organ you know. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I mean, uh, my instinct is to go. Oh, I don't like this. It's not. It's not like six edition. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I, 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 f- I suspect there is some some benefit to it, and yeah, I think playing it might just feel a bit a bit less um, messy trying to count up what bases and that type of thing. But is, but then does it come back to like is that kind of like how Kings of War plays, where every unit just has a set amount of attacks and you just roll the dice, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I'll be missing something. Yeah, I, I'm um, see, coming back into six. I the thing I, I felt like it's a little bit, um, because there's no step up. There's a little bit more accounting. But then I've like we've talked about this, Josh, haven't we? Like there's a bit more accounting. Well, oh, you can't attack, although you can now because you're dead or whatever. But there's also no supporting attacks, so, um, mm. there's less attacks, so it's not that big a deal. But then I still sort of feel like I mean mm. the thing I like about that. I like things simple, so I like the idea that if I've got 10 models in the front rank, I just get 10 attacks. No one has to worry about it. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if I've been attacked or not. It's just yeah. 10 attacks. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it speeds yeah. the game up, um, mm-hmm. providing it doesn't turn into eighth. Although I didn't mind eighth, but I understand it's not a great thing to have, um, you know, effectively units which might have 30, 40, 50 attacks, so therefore you need to have 40, 50, 60 models in your unit, to, you know, and it just becomes this, it's like... Um, you know, it's like a what they call it, like just a an escalation between yeah. the two sides of mm. how many figures they can have, and that just killed it. Um, so, providing there's, like you were saying, like there's some smarts around how that's, you know, maybe there's not, yeah, you know, there's no supporting attacks. It's just the front rank. And that's it. Um, if you're in the front rank, you can attack. I sort of, I don't mind it because it's just simple. Like you just attack. Mm. You, oh, sorry, you charge. You're in contact. That's that's it. Like, I don't know, yeah. just to feed, for me, it speeds it up a little. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. it. I mean, if they, if they have step up and, and supporting attacks going on, like, it's, there's, as you say, there's so many more dice to roll, there's so many more attacks going on, there's a lot more seat combat res being generated, and that also just means yeah. the static combat res isn't that important. No, exactly. That's they'll um, just keep. So, you just have massive wide units then. Yeah, I, I, hope, need the, yeah. I hope they rediscover that balance in some way. Yeah, um, same. Uh, I don't know how that they would do that, but um, uh, yeah, I found yeah going from eighth to six. That was one of the things I really liked was yeah, that static combat was actually really important. Yeah, 
But and look, maybe they'll change the long-standing thing that around because they're saying that you know you get there's you have to make that decision. So maybe I mean again we don't know, but maybe it's everyone in the front rank can attack, but you for every you know your rank bonus is plus two, plus six, plus, plus four, plus six. So you know like mm. if you want to go smaller, you want to go four by whatever you're gonna have plus six combat res, but you're only getting yeah. four attacks. Yeah, 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 something like that. You know where you really push it. Um, yeah, yeah, everyone has knows. a Griffin standard. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, um, I'll, I'll just jump in there while I still slight we're talking about it. But um, you know, I really hope, and I think GW will read the room on um the old world, uh, what people want, because if you start thinking about it, who's going to be coming to the old world? I mean, I can't see forty pl- like forty k players jumping in. Um, Age of Sigma are sort of doing their own thing. You might get a few jumping across, but I think, you know, the big the big sort of groups who are going to be jumping into this are going to be sort of, you know, your old school Warhammer guys that are, you know, 6th edition, 8th edition, ninth age maybe, or all those guys that sort of went off somewhere. So yeah. I think they really need to read the room, be smart about what they've done. I think they will. Um, I've just... I can't see this being a flop. Um, I, I'd like to see them doing what they should be doing, doing a bit of research and just thinking what rules worked, what annoyed people. Let's put this yeah. all together and sort of, you know, bring the community back together to this. You know, we're very fractured at the moment. We're sort of all over yeah. the shop. In oh, all and, yeah. and you're right, though, with Horus Heresy, like who plays that? I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of 40K players probably do, but in, in reality, it's probably the 40k players that love seventh edition and whatever, you know, 40k and they're playing heresy. And so, and to me as a business person, I'd be sitting there going, who's got the most money? 40, 50 year olds whose kids have left home and now I've got all this extra money and I love this game and it's dead. Like far out. Like that's where you get your money. Like you could make some there, you know? Um, Yeah. So you're right. And I think, you could say whatever you want about eight. This is a, I'm going on my soapbox here a little bit. You can <laughs> talk about eighth killed it, whatever, whatever. You know, blah blah blah. What killed it is Games Workshop. It, what killed it is Tom Kirby running that company where they didn't even talk. Like literally, I mean, have you guys read their shareholder when he was CEO and their shareholder updates? Um, just. I mean, offensive. Like he, you know, there was quotes in there saying, "We do not do customer research. We know yeah, what yeah. to do." I mean, <laughs> right. that's just just arrogant. arrogance. Arrogance yeah, yeah. to the. I mean, he did a lot of good things in the early days. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. But as the CEO, he almost took that company into the ground. Yeah. Um, and it may not have gone that way if they were just doing what they're doing now, which is actually talking to the bloody community. But yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know. Um, yeah. Just. It it needed a change. You can't have, you can't expect someone to paint two hundred figures to to get to kick off a game. But you could do other things, like you said, like have a war cry, have a, have yeah. a different type of game, and then bring it up. So, but yeah, no, I think like you're saying, talk to read the room, yeah, and it will be a success. You know, yeah, it's not going to be a forty k. It's probably no. not even going to be a, an AOS type thing, but it will be a money spinner. Yeah, so still be successful. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we hope anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least for another few generations until we're all dead, and then, then yeah, that's that'll it. be it. Um, <laughs> or, or too blind or shaky that we can't paint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, what are you going to do when you're in retirement? You're just going to play Warhammer. So be good. 
<laughs> what else do we know about the rules? Um, yeah, I mean, going back to your point, Josh, they sort of said a modern game in the mold of Warhammer Fantasy Battle, but they said a modern game. So that is interesting whether or not, like you said, there's that, you know, the Kings of War type mechanics. You know, they are probably, there is going to be elements, I think, in this that I think when you go into Horus Heresy, it's pretty 7th edition, 40K, but I don't know if this yeah. is going to be just 6th edition wins and changes. I think there's going to be some things in here where we go, that's totally new. That's a, you know, that's... Yeah. Well, or lack thereof in terms of magic phases and that type of thing. Wow, yeah, they've already, yeah, sorry, yeah, you're right. So they've already told us that. So yeah. that's a that's an AOS thing almost, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and yeah. a Horus Heresy thing, bizarrely, um, where they got rid of yeah. the Psycho Magic phase or the Psycho mm-hmm. phase, which I think was thought of differently in that game. Or, in, like, as I think, in, I, I never really played 40K, but I always got the feedback that people hated the Psycho phase. <laughs> Because it was poorly. Yeah. There wasn't many armies that really took use of it. So the one, yeah. everyone else sort of came against army that did it. Then they'd be like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. Um, so I feel like that was part of the reason why in that game they, they sort of simplified it down to, oh, okay, no, you just got this ability that you can fire off um, uh, rather than having a whole intricate phase about it. Um, uh, which sounds like that's the plan for Old World as well. I think reading mm. it looks like they they might have a role for other wizards to be able to dispel those spells depending on proximity and that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really don't know yeah, any. Don't, I have no idea how it really is going to work. Um, uh, it could be similar to Age of Sigma. You know how like you can give um, the heroes give like commands to mm-hmm. units mm-hmm. like throughout. It, it, yeah, it's not just one phase. It's kind of like in each phase you can like just pop out these sort of. Um, the, the heroes give off, oh, like, I don't know what it is, command like orders or something, or just orders. Oh, no, no, command. yeah, yeah like a little command, yeah. and yeah, they can yeah, yeah, do yeah. different things. You could almost have it somewhere similar to that, where you know, you you got all these um, things that you can do, but you might just want to hold off for different phases, and yeah, yeah. I, I've loved Warhammer, I loved the battle magic and the cards and I love, you know, whenever I like with ninth age or even six, one of the first things I do is print out magic items and because I like the reference materials and all that sort of stuff. So I like having physical stuff like that. And I like the, and then when I went into eighth and even six, obviously with the dice, um, you know, I think there's a game there, but on the flip side, like I said before, if it probably does need to be sped up a bit, like the game can drag on. And so, If mm. if getting rid of that whole phase still allows you to be, you know, obviously have a magic heavy army if that's what you do and still have that strategy, I think it can be, yeah, it can be, it can work, I think. Mm. It's just, yep. um, that's an yeah. interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Prioritizing, you know, spending the time in the game in stuff that, you know, people mm. want to be doing. Yeah. That's because that's it is a game that, yeah, as you say, can drag on quite a lot. Um, yeah, so so so. Yeah. I think it's one of the longest phases, really. I mean, outside of movement, it's probably magic phase, you know, because what happens is people tend to move stuff and then they go, oh, oh, hang on, that one. Yeah, like they're trying to cast a spell, but they've moved something wrong and that's out of range. And then, yeah. and then, and then you're obviously trying to work True. out, well, do I throw this many dice or not? And it, I think if you count it up, I mean, I haven't done it, but I, I reckon yeah. if you counted up the percentage time spent, yeah. um, the magic phase is pretty high, but it's important. But Yeah. It is. It's really yeah. important. 
think that's why it takes so, so long because you've got to really decide: do I dispel this? How yeah. many dice do I use? Yeah, to dispel yeah, this? Do yeah, I use yeah. my dispel scroll? Mm, yeah. I think if you talk to most people who talked about rank and flank, they'll talk about movement phase the most important. So maybe this will just allow you to still have a cool dynamic in magic as such, but yeah, you're just not having to suck a whole phase out. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, it's gone as, as far yeah. as we know it. So we just yeah. have to see how I it mean, goes. You just want to, you, you don't want to lose the flavor of fantasy. Um, uh, I think that's where they really have to tie, try to tie that balance um, between, yeah. you know, you want, you do want to streamline things and simplify things to a certain extent. Um, and some of the stuff is, yeah, probably overtly complex. You know, the original stuff is overtly complex. So, you know, streamlining is good, but sometimes it's very hard to tell when you're redesigning things like this, is it actually going to, impact the enjoyment like is it actually going to feel bland rather than just streamlined yeah. and you that's, know? do you mean like because i know aos and maybe i mean kings of war was like this it's just like and definitely the psycho phase in 40k was just like it's 2d6 you gotta get eight above to, and so it end up being like this you're just rolling 2d6 for every magic thing and i think the cool thing about the dice or the cards in the old one was it was a bit random or you got to choose yeah. I want to really get this off, so I want to throw five dice at it, even though yeah, it might kill yourself. Yeah, there's, um, there's a lot of strategy in it. Yeah, how many dice do you use? Do you want to do you want to risk getting yeah. two using two dice, maybe not getting the spell off, but maybe getting an extra spell if you get that off, and then force him to spell that one. I mean, you know, there's so many ways you can approach um, the magic phase. In, in, in yeah, fantasy. and that's the bit I'm worried that 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 might go, and then it's more mm. of a like you said, like Andrew, it's just more of a ability and each one you you buy it or whatever you know um and it it's either cast or not based on some static dice roll you know like it's always the same type of dice roll which yeah is a bit, uh, yeah that would so. be that would be disappointing i agree yeah. unless it's something like hey you know like if you've got it's like the the light council it's like if you've got two wizards next to each other they can cast a bit more or whatever and then you yeah you're moving your guys around to sort of support each other more i don't know who knows mm. yeah um what about, so the only other cool, well, there's probably a few things in rules, but the other weird one was this whole pushback mechanism. Has oh, yeah. Any comments on that one? I'm confused. Do you want to describe it first or <laughs> what we know about it? So my understanding is basically, um, it, I don't know if they're playing with the words, but it's like you don't break straight away. So I don't know if that means, so basically if you lose a combat, um, you just don't, automatically break um you there's like a pushback where you'd be pushed back but then you can use that as part of your um you know it's almost like you do it on purpose as part of your strategy because mm. if you push somebody back then all of a sudden you've exposed your flanks and this and that mm. um but then that also led to the question of well when do you break um so yeah there's a lot of question marks there because it's just like uh, i think the wording was you don't break straight away but yeah, you possibly UDR, could yeah, still break. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they certainly didn't clarify it. Like, is it is it like a round of combat? Like, is it one round of combat and then after you break? It, or, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Or is it just like that you you pass the break test, but because you lost the combat by so much, you get pushback anyway, kind of thing. Or, yeah, mm, I wonder, like they, it could they, be almost the really demony thing where it's it like it like your yeah. modifier comes off your leadership, and if you fail that, you're out. But if you pass your leadership. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it's an eight, but you lost by two, if you roll seven or an eight, you push back. Um, yeah. But if you roll and maybe only above an eight, you're out. 
or I'm not whatever the other way around. You know, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Something like that, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because in Warmaster, yeah, the the more you lose the combat by, the further you get pushed back as well. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, it's probably going to be your overruns yeah. and that type of thing as the attacker, which actually gives you more advantages in the following round. Uh, I think it was in Fourth Ed as well. Fourth Ed Fantasy had this comp- this thing. Which was... Third Ed had a pushback, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, what it okay. was like, yeah. Fourth might have too, but I, I remember Third did, but I just mm. can't remember because Third had weird stuff it. too, where you could like fight two combats at once and weird shit. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. um, yeah. Yeah. I have to have a look at that one. But I, I, I played it in interesting. Warmaster, and yeah, it seemed it seemed an interesting um, concept. It is, yeah, weird, uh, weird to, for it to come into fantasy again. Um, but it's interesting I, that I they've know gone I... back and looked at all the old rules. That yeah, even we're in third ed and gone. Oh, this this might actually be worthwhile putting back in. You know. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? The I was just going to say like I know we just talked about you know modern take, but I feel like. There will be, like, I don't think this will be like, you know, when you look at Warhammer 40k 10th edition, it's like the stats don't look anything like what you would imagine 40k 3rd yeah. edition look like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I still think it's going to be pretty close to what you, I think it will be recognisable, but that doesn't mean that they might not flip how they do leadership, you know, because I know they flip leadership in... You know that the battle shock sort of tests yeah, yeah. and these other ones. I wonder if they'll just pick one of those type of characteristics and totally change it, turn it on its head. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not sure. Yeah. Because yeah, we just don't know. <laughs> um, one, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's. I don't know. Is there anything rules wise else we know, or one, is there anything you want to see? One last thing I wanted to bring up, which was elicited from the photos of the Bretonians, and that is yep. that potentially the old oh. transformation is coming back. Yes, I had that right <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Is that a picture or is that? I think that's going to happen. Wow. I don't think they would just um, arrange them in that. I mean, yeah, it might, it might look nicer in the photos, just like they've got the characters out of the rate units. But yeah. I, I suspect that's because they want to actually, yeah, bring the old transformation back again. Wow, um, okay. Which would be really interesting. And now... When I first heard this, I was pretty, uh, I was pretty dubious because I mean there were reasons they got rid of it. You know, it's sort of yeah. complicated to use. It's, it's hard to work out who's in base to base contact and that type of thing, um, uh, and it can be quite sort of difficult to maneuver around in a game that everything's square and you have this weird triangle shape. Um, you know, in terms of you know blind spots and and things hitting around the side and, and, and that yeah. type of thing. Yeah, like the, what the, what is how the, was your um. Yeah, well, how is your lot, your ninety degree line of sight yeah, measured off? It's from the front guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's a huge blind spot. Yeah. So in the uh, in the twenty, I think it was the two thousand two annual when they had the the they put out a new Bretonian list for sixth edition before the new book came out, and they had a new ruling there where um, they were like, you can actually okay skirmishes. If they get in your blind spot, doesn't matter. You can just move through the skirmishes. You know, don't care. Yeah. Just just move through. But if you have a block guys there, we actually think it's a good thing that you can't move through that block, and it just speaks to the you know the, the fact that the transformation, as much as it's useful in the right situation, um, can be hard to maneuver. And if you get out maneuvered, you end up with with a big block of infantry sitting in your blind spot. That's sort of your fault, um, which I think is fair. You know, because mm. it just means you have to then maneuver. You have to wheel. You're allowed to wheel backwards with the, that land, so you can just pivot. Well, not pivot, but but 
turn, I suppose, and, and just face that unit because you can't charge, yeah. you can't move. All you can do is turn and actually just take the charge, um, which I think is 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 okay because there should be some drawbacks, you know, in terms of maneuverability for the lance. You know, the 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 three wide bus is really easy to use and um, gives a lot of advantages. Uh, yeah. Now, now the other thing that when that when they announced it, the other thing that uh, was the problem with the, the the lance triangle lance is was working out who was in base to base contact um yeah. you know if, if from the unit that's, that's coming um yeah. uh, and and also you know if you had someone charge you in the flank while you're in combat at the front you know that like there was actually a, a little t- diagram in the in the annual which which had, which was so complex it had like yeah, yeah. codes and, yeah. and letters all over different um, oh. models saying who could strike what yeah, yeah. um but but if they're actually going to have it so everyone in the front rank fights, regardless, mm. that actually alleviates that problem. Issue. Yeah, it's mm. not yeah, an issue. Okay. It actually yeah. changes things in that way. You know, so it actually means, oh, maybe that, that makes it more feasible that they can go back to that formation. Yeah. Um, which would be cool because it's such a distinctive formation. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. No, no it's interesting. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it does make, like you mentioned it, like the, the leaders outside or what looks to be characters outside of units. I don't know. I'm half. I don't know. Some of me just thinking it's it's um just for photos, but or just to like so. just, yeah, just to make people go, what the hell? But who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Weird. Is there any rules? Just before we move off on rules, is there any rules that you really hope they either stay or you know needed fixing or or you'd like a bigger part of the game or you know like anything? It's probably more I, I hope discussions they, at the bottom, but they don't bring back the psychology rerolls for BSBs. You know that that was yeah, innate. Yeah, because yeah. I think I think that just it just meant psychology wasn't that important. You know, um, and yeah. it actually should be a really big part of the game. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that I hope that kind of thing stays. Hmm. Well, you could do something different where like the BSB in a unit re-rolls or maybe the BSB does mm. something else other than – I mean, mm. the, the other thing I'd like, which goes to that point, is if – I think I like the gameplay, even though I haven't played it much, but it seems like the objectives in AOS and 40K and stuff, are, you know, it's, it, Warhammer Fantasy Battle was always pretty much just, you know, go out and everyone lined up the same way most of the time and killed each other. Yeah. It yeah. would be interesting if there was better objective play. And in that case, figures like the BSB and stuff could play a bigger part. Yeah. Not just being re-rolls all the time. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, for them to do objectives, unfortunately there are some armies that just can't, they struggle to compete with certain objectives, um, mainly, mm. mainly dwarves really. Um, just they're not mobile enough. So if they, were, if they had more options in the army, they, yeah. could, they could do that. Um, you know, I think Ninth Age is a good job where, you know, I think, was it Dwarfs could, like, triple march or something? Couldn't they yeah, march nine inches yeah. or something? like that, And that just helped to, to bring things up. And I think they have some other units that could that could move up before the start of the game or something. I can't quite remember anymore. But, um, uh, yeah, I think that's partly why Fantasy didn't really have a huge amount of objectives because some, some, some armies back in the day just mm. would struggle to compete. Yeah. Well, like with 40K, and I've said AOS is probably the same, I can't remember, but where you've got, you know, both armies, are, there's a certain objective, but you can have secondaries that are potentially different, you know, and stuff like mm-hmm. that, which which could help. Um, so depending you know, if you've got a dwarf army, it's not so mobile, you're going to pick or you're going to throw away certain objectives that you know you can't get. You know? Yeah. So I think that 
would be interesting. And that so, that is um, that's the scoring is like like agency yeah. bar is like the objectives like they don't yeah. care how many people you kill. Most of it's just coming down to you know who, who's getting the more objective points. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think usually that means awesome. you need more people on the board. But um, yeah, like it's not it's not so much killing. Whereas most of you know classic fantasy editions that we know most of victory points are coming through the amount of enemies dead or the, the points that you've killed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only flip side devil's advocate there is like, I think if you looked at a 40 K or an AOS game, it it's not realistic at all. Not that Warhammer is, but yeah, yeah. you know, like you don't ever get on a battlefield and go, Oh, I'm doing this. And then I've got to go over here and do this. And then do, like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like, there's an army there. Like we yeah, should yeah. actually fight it. And yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so agree. Yeah. It's anyone else? Any other rule things? Or? No, I think that's it really that I can think of. I did have one, which I didn't put in here, and and six is closer. Is terrain? I like 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 they need to do stuff. I like the idea when terrain either blocks line of sight or like it does stuff, and I like forests in six better than mm. eighth. I don't like yeah. getting slowed down. I think there's some stuff in six they should change that, but it'd be nice if terrain is thought about and it's also non-ambiguous like that's one thing i hope they do even the movement i think in eighth like i hate the wheel i think they should f that off and just spin around the middle or something like that just because i just feel like sometimes it you're just bickering over inches and then again those things slow stuff down so i don't know i feel like just is that ninth where you just pivot it's just the wheel is a move and a pivot no i think it was kings of war Oh, sorry, Kings. Kings, yes, yeah. that's Kings, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, well, we're getting on there, but, like, I guess, what are your overarching thoughts of where you think it – what do you think is going to happen, I guess? Well, maybe even with Nova, um, where are we at? When's it coming? Like, what do you think? Wait, so we're talking about what our predictions are at this point? Yeah, pretty much now. Is yeah, where, where are we at? What are we going to yeah. do? Yeah, what's going to happen? I don't know. I'm not expecting much. To be honest, I'm going to be the mm-hmm. negative Nancy yeah. in the situation and go. You mean not? Uh, you mean on Thursday? Or yeah, you on just Thursday. Mean in general, you're talking. Yeah, okay. I'm talking yeah. about Thursday. Yeah. Sorry, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful for the game. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> our world podcast. This is going to yes. suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. When you said predictions, I thought you were talking about um. Yeah. This. Oh, one. I know. I I screwed you up there. I've yeah, just yeah, joined yeah. both our overarching thoughts, and yeah. I yeah, I did say you can just. What do you think about Nova? So either way. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Because yeah, I think overarching, like I'm yeah, really hopeful. Uh, that it's could be a good game it could end up hopefully bringing people together again hopefully yeah um but it's it's so hard to predict um what's going to happen and i guess ultimately we we will always have the old editions to go back to if it ends up being not, that's not true great. we're going to get more figures for them eh? even if we have to yeah, use them back yeah, in six. Yeah. yeah that's true look i think i think that's the biggest thing isn't it just want that community back i didn't have it for that long i never experienced like an edition change like i've been mm only playing myself not as a community and so hopefully this is yeah i mean we said that at castle hey it was just good to have that group back and even though some of the other guys were playing warmaster and um and kings of war i could see them all getting pulled back into this if if this becomes the 
at least at least for the next few years, it becomes the you know the main fantasy game until yeah. it proves itself. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah. I'll probably. I'll, this is the problem, I suppose, we sort of face is um, the community we've got is it's sort of a very aged, stuck in the way community. Um, I think everybody, you know, there's so many hardliners like, oh, yeah, I, I love sixth. I'm not going to play anything else. People are, oh, yeah, I love eighth. I'm not going to play anything else. Sort of. um, it, that's the problem, I suppose, with the old world. It's just going to have to have these groups, I suppose, just really trying it out and giving it a, a good go. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that's what people do. I hope people just don't play one game and, you know, oh, this is shit. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I, I really hope that people are just going to give it give it a good go. Um, and to do that, I suppose, you do need people championing the game and making sure, you know, creating events and, you know, creating, um, you know, publicity and... Uh, that's I think that's what we're going to need, um, and I'm hoping that GW, with that, is smart with some of their first releases. Like Josh, you were saying before, I think Colin as well. You know, you could have like your Cathay coming out. You could have all these sort of things that people just wanted, and it's just going to mm-hmm. help that momentum and hopefully snowball for a few years. And you know, because people don't like change, um, no. and this will be a lot of change. So I, I just hope there's some some smart some smart thinking going on some strategy and we will have a very fun game that's what i'm hoping for yeah no i uh, i mean i'm probably echo all of that um the only thing i'd say is i was pretty confident that it's going to be released this year and when i say released i actually did think we'd probably get something yeah um i'm probably less only cuz i i don't i don't know why i'm even thought they'd do this but like the fact that it is the 40th anniversary of warhammer i thought like fantasy that surely, surely they're going to try and at least get something on those yeah. dates. However, I mean, the fact that they've screwed up so much in terms of timing and sometimes not their I'm not saying they, they're incompetent. I mean, it's, it's a hard thing to do, especially when you're trying to sell something around the world yeah. and you know, this is physical stuff that's going to be in a store, you know. Um, so to me, that's hard. So now, and then, then I've seen just lately you've seen um, – the epic get pushed back and i don't know did you guys follow that i mean i didn't actually no. see the no. announcements but did you hear about that no, no. <laughs> did it get so, pushed back yeah so i don't know if it's ever been announced by gw but it seems like the rumors were so something happened with the rule book basically that's what i'm hearing that I might be totally just spreading crap here, but I heard there was something misprinted, which was it's inappropriate. Official. It's official now. It's official now. In, you heard it first. Yeah. I'm the old world fanatics who knows so much about Epic. It's not even called Epic or whatever they call it. But um, the uh, yeah, something with a rule book. I don't know something that they were not allowed. Like they went, no, we can't release it like that. I don't know if it was a wrong wording. It sounded like you know it's not wrong, but when you read it, it could be taken the wrong way or something. And they went, oh, this is yeah. going to be bad PR if it goes the wrong way. So something significant read. enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so right. they pushed it back. Yeah. Um, so GW haven't announced that as far as I know, but I've just heard people saying that and that hence it's disappeared off the, well, it's just been pushed back. So what does that mean? I Does that push everything else back? Who knows? And yeah. then um, the other thing that sort of worries me with all this is, 
just how long I've seen the Cities of Sigma and some of those other releases get sort of pumped up and then eventually now it's released or, I mean, the first bit of it's released. Like if we if we saw a starter box, well, it's not a starter box, but if we actually saw actual army or even the rule book sort of stuff come up, say even next week, I mean, it's probably still months away. And then we're already in August um, or nearly September. So my best bet now is it may still – We I think it would be great if we actually saw what we will get this year, but yeah. we're not going to get it till next year. That's what I think. Mm. I've got a even feeling, like you say, not the starter box, but there'll be like – army starters like as in like larger yeah. armies coming pre-packaged as you know you might have yeah bretonians and tomb kings so yeah i, I feel like like you said there's not going to be an army starter box but there's going to be the ability to start you know a, a quick start with these army boxes to a certain extent yeah yeah well that's what i'm hoping um yeah i just mm. hopefully yeah, hopefully we'll see something this year and know what we're in for. But I just don't know now because it's just like once you hit uh, November, December, I mean, how much do they usually release? I mean, they do do release stuff around Chrissy, though, don't they? Yeah, a couple little, yeah, yeah. Christmas present sort of things. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it's hard to know. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I think I think this week it'll be maybe they'll they'll probably see the Peg Knights, Peg Knight fellow that's already <laughs> been flushed, yeah. and. Maybe another Tomb King or two, you know, that I might present, and maybe a little bit more rule stuff. Hopefully, that's that's mainly what I'm expecting to see. Um, yeah, uh, yeah I I, can't, I I don't imagine that it'll be released before sort of maybe second half next year. To be quite honest, um, uh, second half s- next year. Wow, okay, yep. that's a while. Yeah, <laughs> yep. no, that's, that's cool. I mean, feeling. who knows? Yeah, I feel like I've just been yeah following for so long, and it's just every time I feel, yeah. I'm hopeful, it's just like oh, okay, it's normal. Happy. The only thing is, like, I feel like if you're gonna take that long. Which I'm not saying have. it should be shorter because I don't know how long you know things <laughs> yeah. take. Um, I just feel like why not try and get the the basic rules out, like not all the rules, mm. but just stuff so you can get some of that feedback. Like and do it a bit open sourcey um, yeah. because that's not costing you anything, if you know what I mean. Not in the big scheme of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but who knows? I guess like, yeah. the only thing with Nova is. I guess I haven't followed it long enough, but it feels like those type of previews are all about visuals and stuff. So I'm just, I'm probably predicting that we'll see more figures or something, but in terms of like another rules discussion or whatever, I feel like that would be one of those development diary updates because yeah. they can write more. Yeah. Um, so that's about the only thing I'd say in terms of, are we expecting rules or mm. or whatever? We might have confirmation around, uh, I don't know that. Yeah, that they're gonna maybe we'll get some updates on. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna give you this update on bases or whatever. But I don't know. If, I yeah, think I it's hope so. Be more or, or at least some more firm know. dates about the time frame of what things when things are gonna happen. That type of thing would be really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, or even just like you know more information about yeah what the what that potential starter box is gonna be the Kings and Brits and that type of thing. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd love to have yeah some more concrete stuff. Like yeah, I think ahead of Warhammer Fest, well, I was so excited and I was kind of like, like yeah. put all my hobby on hold for a week because I didn't know what was going to happen. And then I was like, oh, is this all it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I well, I I mean, I didn't like, fly oh. there for that, but I went there and I mean, I wasn't there the Saturday. I was there on the Sunday, and 
I spent a bit of money going to Manchester and then staying overnight, two nights, going to it for a day, and it was a bit of a letdown, to be honest. So, yeah. I mean, I think if I was into 40K and stuff and played a tournament, it'd be different. But yeah, um, when I first booked that, because um, it was the 40th anniversary and they were saying something about be there or be square, and I really thought, okay, they're announcing <laughs> that. Oh, well, why would you say oh, that? God. And so yeah. I went, this is it. This is going to yeah. line up. I'm going I'm going to be in the UK. I'm going to Warhammer Fest. They're going to denounce the old world. How cool is that? No. So I got a Tomb King out of it. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, you just yeah. gotta, we just got to be patient. Like, it'll come. Yeah. It'll come. Yeah, it and yeah. I'm just, you know, you can continue to do hobby on 20, 20 mil bases and play six. And then when it finally comes out, I'll be like, yeah, I can enjoy that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the moment, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not... My hobby is not involving the old world at this point. Just have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and look, I think that's fair enough. Like, it's. I mean, you make your own hobby, and I think we're having fun with it. And um, yeah, you know, yeah, I think we'll keep doing that. I think we've yeah. all been really enjoying it. Um, just playing the old, the old games at the moment, and yeah. As long as well, cool. Well, it's it's I an mean, ambitious project, but like, it's in it like is, time yeah. wise. It is. How many miniatures do they need to go back and reprint? <sighs> Like, oh we're talking yeah. about what, how, how many startup races? Uh, is it eight? Eight mm-hmm. startup races? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I think it was so eight. Not, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not just rules and books. Like, these these are like out of print miniatures and oh, I don't know, you know, it's, they've got to send them have, around the world and, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, they only have three, I think, oh, see, I'm saying stuff that I've, now I think I've read and maybe I'm wrong, but they've, They've only got like three main factories that they're building another one or they've got room to build another one, but they yeah. haven't committed to it. And so, and you know, 40K just stole. I mean, you've seen every time you go on their website, yeah, yeah. Not, everything's out of stock because they just, mm. they've been printing that Leviathan box probably <laughs> a day for the last <laughs> six months. Yeah, right. um, and so it's the same thing. It's like you can have all, you can have all the goals you want, but at the end of the day, it's physical stuff that you've got to pump through a machine and yeah. pump out of sprue and yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, and I, f- I feel like they haven't, uh, in terms of the the amount of people working on it. You know, I feel like the, yeah, it's not. You know, I think yeah, that's limiting how how quickly they can get this all running as well. Little side project. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. Like, yeah. I'd imagine it's not a massive team compared to what it would have been when they were, you know, when it was a headlining game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I said, it'll come out, and um, I think yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Again, yeah, they... rose colored glasses, but I'm. Give me some Warhammer with a good community <laughs> yeah. feedbacking company, which they are now pretty well, you know, like they're doing stuff. I want to see how it goes then. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Anyway, uh, I think we've gone as much as we can with the old world. Um, I just want to spend a couple of minutes just before we close out, just like what are we going to be trying to do here? I think we want to obviously do more of these shows, but we also we're going to try to get a game in, aren't we, Andrew? And then maybe we do. Yeah, a, I'm really keen uh, to roll some dice, 100. Yeah. percent So I've and got this. Yeah, yeah. I've I've just been completely just you know scheming. I'm just like some you know little scaven underground. <laughs> scaven just, all yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just scheming. How am I going to do this? And then you're going to roll me and I'm going to be all disappointed and... Oh, no, I doubt it, man. Bloody dwarfs yeah. every yeah. time. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't cheat this time and you'll just kick my ass. So there you nah, go. nah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it as a, as you know, just a tournament list as in like, um, if it was Castle Assault again next year, what would I want to bring? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's Fair a good enough. way to look at it. And then... Yeah. Um, 
as people say, don't change too much. You know, your, your little tweaks here and there. Yeah. Um, oh, no, totally, isn't it? Yeah, if you know your list, you can you know what it's good for and what it's not. And if you keep changing it around, yeah. Yeah, especially big changes. Yeah. So. yeah. No, cool. Well, I think we're going to try and get that in. Um, I mean, I, I can probably, like I said, I can probably get a game in this week, but yep. um, but if not, we can do next week, but whatever. Um, we'll probably bat rep that and I'll put it on YouTube, but we were talking about for the podcast, maybe something that Josh can walk through it with us or something. So yeah. we might have an episode maybe around that. We don't know what we're doing yet. Try we'll, a commentary yep. on it or something. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have to see how, how it goes. <laughs> You'll have yeah. to tune in and find out people. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and then we, yeah, we'll do a quick, well, I don't know. I hope we'll if we if Nova's okay, we should just do a quick episode, even if it's twenty minutes. You know, just just a reaction show. Yeah, just uh, a, re- if it's, a quick reaction. If it's really depressing and do. sad, maybe we won't. I don't know. But no, I think we say. should do it, especially if it's depressing and okay. sad. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay. Cool. You I know, like come it. on, guys. You know, twenty minutes won't be twenty minutes. All right. Oh, I know that's the yeah. thing. No. Yeah. 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 yeah no. uh, and I have been sending these guys all these. Uh, uh, like I'm, I think I'm going to set up enough that I can stream games to. I don't know about streaming, but record an actual game um, and then send it out. So that'd be so not just a static bat rep, but actually just video. Sort of like what's uh, what's his name? Um, the Rogue. Is it Stoss? No. What's uh, Rogue Element Gaming? Yeah, I awesome. love his videos. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Awesome yeah, videos. Incredible videos. So, you know, I'm basing it on sort of the angles he's got. I reckon I've got enough. Yeah. So maybe even when we do our game, and uh, Andrew, we can just test some of the camera setups. Yeah. I probably won't. I don't want to waste our time. Yeah. I don't have the full setup yet, but it'd just nah, be well, cool if we can, you know, if we can have podcasts and videos, I think it'll be cool. I think yeah. people will um, tune in and hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Um, or our listeners will enjoy it. Um, next week, we're going to try get one out as again on Monday as well. And we're going to have Patty on who's mm. Tomb Kings are those. She played at Castle Salt and had those uh, awesome Tomb King. What is it? Tomb the Bone, Bone Giant. Bone Giant Army. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's going to come on for a few minutes and just talk about uh, an upcoming 6th edition tournament at the end of September, which is Moab in Sydney. Um, So it probably doesn't help our international listeners, but I thought it'd be cool um, to get a tournament organiser on just to, you know, promote her game, uh, her tournament. But hopefully that's something. So if you guys are listening and know, I don't care if you're in the UK, Africa, Europe somewhere, if you've got a tournament coming up and you want to just, you know, jump on a podcast and tell us about it and sort of, you know, spruce it and hopefully get some more people to it, um, we'd love to hear from you as well. So, um, yeah, hopefully a little bit of a mix of stuff like that I think is going to be cool mm. um, for people to listen to. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. guys, anything else before we uh, go or you're all all talked no, out? No, I think we've covered what we wanted to cover. Yeah, I'll go back good. to my scheming. <laughs> oh thanks everyone for listening hey to the old world fanatics that's our second episode so that was pretty yep. cool um yeah look we've had great early uptake already um but if you can i just ask one more thing that you hit five stars on your podcast software of choice because that does help it pushes it out um but if you want to get hold of us on our socials like i said last week it's pretty much old world fanatics so old world fanatics at gmail old world fanatics at instagram and threads but as we remember, it's Old World Fanatic on Twitter because they're stupid limit. Uh, but other than that, um, <laughs> hit us up on socials where uh, we're starting to try to be. We've got our account. We're starting to post some more stuff. So, um, yeah, we want to hear from you guys. And thanks a lot for downloading and stick with us. And we'll talk to you guys on the next one.
Yeah, thanks, Josh. Cheers, Cheers. Yeah. Just tell me you recorded that. Just tell me you recorded that, please. <laughs> it's saying one hour 51. We've got to start again, guys. I've, I know I'm stressed, man. I'm stressed that it's recording but didn't record one of us or whatever. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, this how? is the first time using this one. Red spots on our fingers. Yeah, so that's, I bet that's, I saw that. I'm like, come on, this is going to work.